0: Hey everybody, this is Harlan. Just before we get started, I want to remind you that I will be doing stand-up comedy live in Portland, Oregon, February 17th, 18th, and 19th at a great comedy club called Helium, and you can get your tickets at harlandwilliams.com. That's February 17th to 19th at Helium.com. In Portland, Oregon. And uh, with that little bell, let's not waste any more time. Let's roll down the Harland Highway. And here we go.
1: Uh, The best thing about babies is uh, the way their heads smell.
0: What does it smell like?
1: Like heaven.
0: Let me smell. A baby's head. Right? Oh, my God. That smells like a Pepperidge Farm, like chocolate double bundt cake. (laughs) What does it smell like to you? It smells like...
1: Like new tires. You're riding down the Harland Highway. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway Show. Harland Williams. Sometimes I do most of the interview at this level.
0: Oh, you're a whisperer? You're like a pod whisperer? Well,
1: you knew that, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and my rider? I knew you were a horse whisperer and a dog whisperer, but I didn't know you were a pod whisperer. Could I ask a favor just for this pod only? Could you articulate, enunciate, and project for fuck's sake? And I don't mean that in an aggressive way. I just mean I'm asking it from one whisper to another. Look, uh, I, uh, I welcome direction. Oh, good. I'm not okay. one of those that, like, let me okay. do it my way. You tell oh, me what
1: to do, I'll do it.
0: Just, if you could just use a little volume yes. and leave the whispering for yes. when you get up to the graveyard and bury you-know-who. Yes. Great. Well, then let's hit some theme music and let's rock and roll. Let's do it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Adasarat... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Harlan Highway. We have a very wonderful, special, juicy guest today. Comedian, writer, producer. Do you still do ballet? No, retired. Okay, Uh, don't scratch the ballet. Tom Papa is here, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, gang. (sighs) That's a nice intro. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I'm energized. Well, before you get too energized, mm. you're the only guest where I, unfortunately, have to read a, uh, a, discla- a legal disclaimer before we get too deep into it. All right. Go for um, it. It's just to, just to set the table, uh, just to make sure we understand the rules and there's no litigation or anything. So if Best I can, to be upfront about this If things. I can just read a quick little statement, Tom Papa, mm-hmm. um, and then we're, we're off and running. It's okay. just a quick little statement and I'll... Uh, here we go.
1: Better yeah. now than get lawyers involved.
0: Yeah, I just, you know, it, and it, it sort of stems from your name, Tom Papa, which isn't uh, a very, it's kind of an unusual last name. Mm. So I just want to get this out in the clear. Before we get going, I'm going to say this. Uh, Papa, don't preach. I'm in trouble deep. Uh, Papa, don't preach. I've been losing sleep. But I made up my mind I'm keeping my baby I'm going to keep my baby, ooh, ooh, Uh, daddy, daddy, if you could only see just how good he's been treating me, you'd give your blessing right now, because we are in love, yada, 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 we are in love, so please, Papa, don't preach, I'm in trouble deep, Papa, don't preach, I've been losing Mm. sleep, but I've made up my mind, and I'm keeping... My baby, I'm going to keep my baby, ooh, 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 ooh. So mm-hmm. just to, you know, get that out of the way, if you're okay. it's uh, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather do it this way than,
1: than end up in the courts with that whole rigmarole. Okay. So I'm, Great, I'm totally buddy. comfortable with it. God, Thank and you. Do you valet?
0: Do you valet? I do when I park my car. Okay. What do you do? Because if you have a car, I'm not valeting yours, but I, you oh. asked if I valet. Do you validate the valet? I acknowledge you're here. And I acknowledge we're talking, and therefore I do validate your existence. Thank and, you. Well, you asked. Thank I'll you. I'll validate <laughs> you any time. I, I won't violate, but I'll validate. I have a book of uh, of um, uh, dummies,
1: heads, through time, somebody made a collection. It's like a coffee table book of ventriloquist dummies. I call it my family photo album, actually. But yeah, what to, to tell and, me more? And I keep it down low by my shelf. And yeah. seeing you having real
0: uh, ventriloquist dummies, oh, it's, yeah. it's really freaking me out. Is it? It's like they've come out of the book. Yeah, that's little Coco. Sometimes when I don't have a guest, he sits there and he's my co-host, Little Coco. <laughs> nice to see you. You know, what did you say you said validate? Validate, and it yeah. made me think of another date, speed date. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if maybe just to you know help the folks watching ease into me and you mm. as a, an entity here, communicating and getting into a flow. Do you want to do a quick speed date and sure. just ask each other three questions each and see if we were compatible? On the clock, ready? Go. Yeah. Do you want to time it? okay i'll time it okay hold on one oh second god my lips are getting dry yeah i don't a... mean the lips on my mouth No, this is good it's a good,
1: good way to meet people <laughs> okay, i think yeah. can get out
0: there you guys gotta get out there <laughs> i know it sounds corny but just no do it. it's a great way just to you know get, get a vibe for each other before this gets too deep yeah okay all right i'm gonna date. speed date it what's a good speed date time why don't we say a minute 30 mm-hmm. that's 90 seconds in uh, cleveland Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me change the time. Let me fix my... Can I just adjust my hair before we speed date Um, And go. Hi, my name is Harland, and uh, I like sports. What kind of sports do you like? I don't really... I'm not really into... sports okay that's a big huge uh, black check mark oh um, really why don't you ask a question because oh. you're already deep in the hole loser so so what do you like what do you
1: do for fun
0: i like duct tape uh finding uh, women in dark parking lots and driving to the desert in the middle of the night with a shovel how about you same z's
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so so weird. That's so crazy.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's amazing. I I love to go to movies, but I'm not going to say what genre of movie I like. Mm -hmm. I want to see what genre you like to go. If me and you were at a movie theater with buttery popcorn and holding hands... What kind of movie would we go to? Let's say it at the same time. Spaghetti, Spaghetti Westerns. Westerns.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: And also lasagna
1: romances. romances. Oh. oh, come on. Uh,
0: my parents and my family are very important to me. Do you? Are your family important? Yes,
1: I think family is very important.
0: Oh, my God. I think they're very important.
1: Do you I, want to have kids? No. Yes, yes you do i love children i love to have a, uh, a bunch of children
0: and last question because my i'm getting moist i uh, sexually are you are you very traditional or do you like to uh, power plow like a snowblower riding through a buffalo snowstorm oh, time's oh,
1: up time's up that's so unfortunate <laughs> oh no Well, nice meeting you. Good luck luck with the next one. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) No, I
0: don't have to. We just did it. Why do I need to imagine? Speaking of kids, Mm. I know you have kids. How many kids do you have? I have two. Be honest. Would you sell them? Like if you could get a good thing on eBay or something for them? I don't think so. Okay, and, and it's really because I've been
1: seeing these every time I travel now. Yeah, I travel a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing more and more human trafficking signs, like in the bathrooms, and these phone numbers and oh, hot yeah. tips for human trafficking. Yeah. I didn't realize it was such a thing. So I can only imagine that the, with there being so much, the the value's got to be really low at this point. So, so what I'm saying, it's a bad time to sell. It's a. <laughs>
0: I think I think we might it might <laughs> okay it yeah so you're 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 following the market closely smart yeah oh that's so smart yeah what if someone threw in an incentive like a nine year old kid and a twenty twenty four jaguar I'm Follow buying you're selling you're you're selling I'm selling well you sell the kid. But you get a jaguar. Oh, in return, yeah, mm. and and the money for the kid, whatever your price is. Mmm. Hmm. Not so easy now, is it, player? I like jaguars. Say goodbye to Junior. Yeah. Mine are
1: grown now. They could, they'd be able to litigate. They could do their own oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: d- my selling days are behind me. Oh God, you I know. Poor soul. It goes so fast. You poor lost soul. It goes So fast. Is it worth it having kids? Like I'm, I've never had them, but you know, I hear so many kids, and it's probably tough to be honest here, but I've, I've had so many people go, oh, don't have kids, you know. But I've also had people who you got, you got to have kids. What, what's your take on? Having the kids, yeah, I think ultimately
1: it's worth it. Yeah, you love them so much. It's so much worry. It's so expensive. It's uh, nonstop obstacles and troubles. Not even that they cause, but just it's a human being. So they have needs and they have you know their lives, and you feel. And then they leave you. You set up this whole life for them, and then they go out on their own and do their thing, and it's a big sloppy
0: mess. Oh, but. I would say definitely do it. It's a a big sloppy mess but it's wrapped in love, which is seems to be the Yeah, the and pop. it's
1: just it's, it's an experience. I don't want to sell it too much cuz yeah. I don't think you're going to do it. Well, but maybe. I you know, yeah, I, why not? Well, I would love to see it. You would be a
0: great dad. I would. You would be an amazing. A lot of product. people say that. I, I know. I it's think a I no would. No brainer. It's a no brainer. I think my instincts tell me I would too. I because I, I I love kids. I think I'd be really attentive. I, I think I'd be overly like. I don't even have kids, and I've already thought of stuff <laughs> I would do with my kid. Like yeah. I I loved um, spontaneity, mm-hmm. and this is going to sound ridiculous but my dad was very stoic he did everything by the book and so when right. i was in high school i used to sit there and think god i wish i wish one of the, the principal would come in now and hand me a 15 pound frozen Turkey that my dad sent. Like if I had a kid, I would just say you have to give this to my kid while he's sitting at his desk in front of. Like I just do crazy stuff. I know you'd be fun. Yeah, to let my kid know I was thinking of him and I love him and 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 embarrass him, but have fun. But
1: I see you also being annoying. No, you be you would be a little. You'd be a caring disciplinarian. I could see you being like knowing. Yeah yeah. I yeah, I think it's a no-brainer that you would be a great dad. So, all right, so let me oversell it. It's okay. a great thing. And as artists, yeah, we experience things. Yeah yeah. It's one of the biggest experiences you can have on the planet is to have children. So why not go through that? Why yeah. why leave the planet without having done it? That's an excellent statement, you know. That was the thing that got us. Because we weren't sure we were going to do it, my wife and I. And that was the thing. It was like, why are we going to pass up on the biggest yeah reason for being here
0: and you know it's gonna be a mountain of all the things you said the trouble and the, all the hassle all, but but it's also brings a mountain you know probably just that can i say this and i'm assuming okay when you come home from a shitty day mm-hmm. and a little kid like three feet high runs up and throws his arms around and says, i love you daddy does that just erase all of it almost oh yeah a hundred percent that's an insane level
1: but then, it, but then it doesn't last. Oh, you know what I mean. Like that's a period that you're yeah. going, and then they're teenage, and then they oh. leave, and then
0: they're packing up. Then it's I hate you, daddy. Everything like, you, you get...
1: went through with your parents of like I'm out of here, yeah. so long, not returning call. Like you're now
0: on the other end of that, but it's still it's. Did, did you ever have a scenario where you're, and this is the dreaded thing because I did it to my dad. I'm I'm guessing almost every kid did, but was there ever a scenario where you had to discipline one of the kids and all of a sudden they retaliated with the dreaded, I hate you, daddy, and they slam a door or they don't talk to you for three days? Was there ever? No. We, oh, really? We never had that. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah.
1: We never had that. I had a hard time... I I I was I don't have a temper like I don't I don't act a lot of like I was never really angry out of uh, out of like rage just rage yeah, yeah. Ooh. so that's probably that's kind of where it comes from because then it's off base and they know it's, yeah. and it's a the thing I mean there's been times when I've had to like you know discipline them but I had two girls too And oh. it, it's like one time I took my daughter by her arm when she was acting up and saying stuff to my wife and and. Walked her down and put her in timeout at the end of the hallway. Whoa. Just that action of grabbing her arm that's and walking sh- with her—that's the shining. <laughs> it it uh, don't talk uh, to your mother that way. We both got, like, got the flu the next morning. Like we were both Whoa. so shaken, oh. like it was
0: so yeah. far
1: from the way we operated. Yeah, that it was. Uh, so far, and like the idea of spanking or yelling, it yeah. Was just not well,
0: that. did she have an because that was obviously sounds like an anomaly? Did she have an adverse reaction to that kind of physical movement and see time? We out? were both shocked, yeah. The, I mean, your daughter, yeah, she, was, she shocked, was shocked. I was shocked, but there was no, I hate you, there was no like resentment no. or residual. No, anger. they're really sweet. They didn't they're... go out and do a carjacking or anything,
1: <laughs> no, and even going through like teenage stuff they're both so they're both ultimately very sweet people okay and even if they felt that they maybe told their friends the meanest thing my daughter does to me now is takes pictures of me when i'm not looking just around the house Uh-oh. being fat and sloppy and, and then posts them on uh, snapchat for her friends to mock
0: <laughs> oh, that's probably worth a headlock and some cocoa bonks right there i mean i would probably do a few of these because <laughs> she lets a couple sleek through and oh. you know
1: they get like the upper neck view and oh, you're the, like with
0: your mouth the waddle, yeah, the waddle. No, i've got i've got i don't even have kids look at my waddle i got kicked out of sea world about three weeks ago i swallowed a whole salmon <laughs> Just like I got this, like I got no chin,
2: dude. I I got a
0: waddle, and it's a horrible line at a bar. You want to touch my waddle? I've been slapped so many times. I remember watching it's
1: uh Lewis Black doing stand up, and he like you know, he shook his head and it waddled. Oh, and I was like, oh no, and then once in a while on stage, I'll. Do, and I'll feel it. Oh. i <laughs> be like, oh, I'm entering the waddle phase. Is that the,
0: the, the technical name for this physical piece of meat on our necks? Is Turkey it the waddle? waddle the it, waddle? Is it
1: called a waddle? I would think so because here's your chin. Here's your neck. What's that?
0: I guess that's the waddle. the waddle. You know, on a moose mm. where it hangs down, it's called the bell. Ooh. You're that big, it looks like their nutsack migrated up to under their chin. <laughs>
1: yeah. But Bell almost sounds too complimentary. It's yeah. a, waddle. a waddle. You should be ashamed yeah. of it. I'm you ambushing. do a good job with the with the uh chin hair. Yeah, you know. this
0: this really covers up the waddle yeah. a lot. Yeah. God. God. Yeah. Good job. Creepy. So your daughter like shame waddle shames you at some point. She waddle like.
1: shames me, ass
0: shames me, what? bald spot shames me.
1: Oh, you got, the little, you got the cute little Dairy Queen no-flip. Yeah. Like got, the tin-tin. I'm, I'm like the uh, Bob's Big Boy who was caught yeah. in a fire.
0: That was caught in a fire? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he got
1: out with just the...
0: Charbroiled, the I'm assuming. <laughs> the back is gone, but the friend <laughs> remains. If Bob's Big Boy got in a fire, he'd have to be charbroiled. I mean, just in keeping with the theme, right? With cheese? Yeah. Definitely, Definitely. with cheese. <laughs> it's cute, though. I like the little the the, the Dairy Queen. That's all I got yeah. left. Yeah, it's all I got. It offsets your waddle. I have to say, thank you, your Dairy Queen flip offsets your
1: waddle. <laughs> I just got and that's a, a compliment. I just got fan art from my uh, <laughs> from. <laughs> I was doing a show in South Carolina, fan and art. a guy like sketched me while I was on stage. Oh my God, you didn't have any clothes on? It was uh, no, I was I, I was uh, posing nude on stage, and he gave it to me. It was so insulting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, this is what I am? Yeah. Like, I, I felt pretty good. Like, we had a good show. We right. had a good rapport. And this is what they were seeing the whole time?
0: I've had that, too. Oh. It's like, and they, and they think they're really good artists. Yes. So you can't criticize it. <laughs> but then you get it, and it looks like, you know, you, you, you came right out of the river rafting ride from Deliverance. Like, one of your eyes is over here. <laughs> yeah. Your waddles on your forehead. And you, you're like,
1: this is... How everyone the world sees yeah. me, why would I ever go on
0: stage? Why would I yeah. ever leave the house? Oh,
1: it was really
0: upsetting. Is it the worst, though? I would be terrified these days having daughters. Is, is that tough? Do you become like super protective dad when they hit that age where they're starting to date and, and maybe you look at their Instagram and maybe they've posted a provocative picture in a bikini and you're like... You can't be, in a, that's my daughter. You Like, does that, that that's got to, that'd be tough on me for my kid to grow up and enter the world of courtshipping and things like that. Well, I've never thought of that. Uh-oh. Yeah, I guess it's. I think, I think I just saw your little thing start wiggling a little bit like yeah. an angler fish. I never, I didn't, I didn't even Ooh. know they were on Instagram.
1: What? Um, no, it's a kind of a complicated thing because yeah. we're in a new time. Right where it's almost like a dangerous time kind of but women have a lot of more power now at the on the other side of it what so they're all kind of like it's they're they they're all dressing a certain way they're all kind of like owning it they're like right. they have like they're just a, there's a power to young women that wasn't there when we
0: were young and you're saying they can flex that power through instagram through yeah. social
1: media and it, the culture is just kind of accepted like this is what i am and you're not going to shame me and i'm yeah. not you know there's like it's it's uh they're not looking so much for approval they're not like if they're posting that stuff it's yeah. cuz they like just these outfits it's not to like win the approval of some guy right like there's
0: it's a a weird but if it's provocative like i have a little niece who, yeah no we've been there i've only known her since she was this big and then one day all of a sudden she had like the, excuse me the you know, the provocative, with yeah. the whole family Looking over just the went, shoulder. what the hell? Like it's, <laughs> like, and it's not even my kid, but I was, yeah. I instantly became protective, and I was like, don't do that. I know, but it definitely, it definitely is generational. My whole
1: family freaked out, on a post that my daughter was like, her and her fr- friends, you know, like, yeah. and, uh, it's generational. It's it's huh. a different thing. The biggest creep factor, yeah. and, and they're like because they're more powerful and they talk things out all the time and yeah. w- with guys in school and they kind of know how to carry themselves and all that. So that like dating thing is okay. And I'm not gonna you know yeah your kids they're gonna do what they're gonna do. I, I I'm not gonna make them feel shame for whatever. Yeah, yeah. Doing. You can't. The do creepiest that. thing that you, I you have or I have. When you walk around, like if you're at the store, yeah, and you see an older creepy dude, oh, scoping. like stop in his tracks oh. and, cl- and track your daughter,
0: oh, you know what I mean, tracker like, yeah,
1: like like you, there's a you know there's you one thing tell. with some guy like just looking like oh there's an attractive girl, but yeah. there's other ones who are like they lock he's off. on a list somewhere, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He's he's
0: definitely on the app of the creeps oh, yeah, in the yeah. neighborhood yeah. you know what's that app called where you can look around the neighborhood the yeah pedo app yeah or the pedo app oh, you God. see
1: that and oh. there's an instinct in you that just wants to kill have you ever confronted a guy no just,
0: no he just like let just it. pick up a cauliflower and throw it at him like <laughs> yeah. you're in the grocery store right i'm in the grocery store there's definitely things i could throw just get a popsicle and <laughs>
2: fuck <laughs> you
1: pal <laughs> That is, yeah, that's a level of, that that that's that part's rough. But God. maybe you'll have
0: boys, and they'll just help you, like, around the house. Yeah, I always thought, I thought of adopting once, uh-huh. like, a whole bunch of boys. Like, all at once, like, 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And you know how um, Serena and uh, Venus Williams, mm-hmm. like, kind of were the meal ticket for their dad? Yeah. So I thought if I adopted, you know... 15 kids from different cultures, white, Mexican, Latin, mm-hmm. Asian, mostly the good cultures that play soccer well, uh-huh. and put together a soccer team Ooh. and uh, start making a little bank. Yeah, off nice the retirement plan. Yeah, yeah, smart. The Harland Warriors or the Harland <laughs> Hamstrings, whatever, but just putting those little virile 14 yeah. year old soccer playing boys to work and smart yeah that'd be really smart thank you do you have a whistle no thanks i'm straight Mm. you're gonna need a whistle (laughs) (laughs) for the boys well if you're gonna coach them yeah yeah, that's
1: really all you need really i don't see anything else that you'd need yeah as a a
0: father of 14 they should come with a ball they should come with a ball they'll probably come with a ball yeah and it's probably whistle. included. It's a kit, really. Yeah. An adoption yeah, kit. You're, you're going to need the whistle. They come with shorts and a ball and mm-hmm. a soccer shoes. I think you might be
1: adopting them too
0: late. Oh, if 14? Really
1: yeah. Oh. What, what? 14. They should be. What What age should I adopt my soccer team? Probably eight. Eight, okay. So you can break them down. Break them down. And then make them into your own image. Should I keep them in the house or build a barn? I think they should be in a barn and yeah, cots. like. In cost, like, like that s- Paul Newman movie when he ate all the eggs.
0: Oh, yeah, cool the, hand loo. Yeah, like
1: that setup.
0: Oh, yeah, and if they misbehave, put them in the hot box. Put them in the hot box. Oh, wow. You yeah. have a
1: failure to, to communicate. communicate.
0: What we have here is a failure to communicate. I like the way he dragged it that out. was so good. Oh, man. Remember the so girl good. washing the windows when they go out on the road and they see that woman washing the car? And yeah. She's got all the soap, suddenly she's. <laughs> melon have movies That's so good. great, <laughs> the greatest. They don't make movies like that anymore. They really don't. You know what's <laughs> funny? There's still sort of chain gangs too in some states. Oh yeah. Have you ever driven through and you see like they got the guys working on the side of the road and the and yeah? The, I've seen them in the striped like. You'd think that that thing would be gone, but it's still out there, it's still working. Yeah. It's, it uh, sounds like an adoption possibility. <laughs> yeah. Opportunity. Have you ever been in jail? You look like you have.
1: No. I was arrested. I was arrested. Here we go. Uh, once.
0: Twice. Oh, twi- now it's twice. Sure. Right. back quickly it <laughs> skipped a double. So that
1: really means four times? Well. Which means 6 Mm-hmm. Which means I just got out of the That's clink. That's right. Out of the clink. hmm I only got arrested twice. What for? Here we go. Once was for The first time was... Oh, God, uh, if,
0: oh. I'll say it. I thought this was a safe space. It's safe, all right, for you. I'm a little <laughs> scared. I'm trembling, guy. What, are, what? What? have you been into?
1: Yeah, it was very mild. Talk it was to very jailbird. One time was for weed. What? On the way back from a concert. What concert,
0: don't Grateful Br- Dead. Okay, that's
1: good. Cool, Philadelphia. You- back to my school in New Jersey. Okay. My friend was driving the, driving the giant station wagon with all of us in it, mm-hmm. and he. Got pulled over by the cops, and he had face paint from the dead show, like a big flower on yeah. his face. He was driving, driving with a flower on his face and wonders why he got pulled <laughs> so over. they yeah. sent everybody out of the car, yeah. and they searched everything. And a, uh, a girl had given me a belt buckle, what? like a silver belt buckle yeah. that had a pot pipe attached to it on the back.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And it was just, like, built in. It was like a what little... What rodeo was she riding yeah, in? Yeah, I know. Wow. And... They searched my stuff, my backpack and everything, and I was clear. But they must have seen me say something to my friend because they, after they, all, all the searching, they got my one friend for weed. They came back to me. You, I think my poker face was not so hot. And they went through it again and found the belt buckle and charged
0: me for drug paraphernalia, so they arrested me for that. Oh, sure they didn't charge you for luring? I mean, you put a pipe right over your crotch and... I mean, what were mm. you doing? Well, hey, uh, it was Carol, young. you want a toke?
1: <laughs> I was young. Uh,
0: bend down. I wasn't. I wasn't saddled with family and stuff. I was. I don't know how you get it. I mean, you look kind of. You look more like the undercover cop. And the guy with the flower painted on his face didn't get arrested, but you did. No, yeah. What kind of flower? I, I was. I had
1: long, curly hair. You did. I was at a dead show. Yeah. Who knows?
0: You know what? At least, you know, that's almost a badge of honor. Like, if you told me you were driving home in a station wagon with a guy and a flower on his face and you were at an Ario Speedwagon concert, <laughs> we'd end this podcast right here and right to now. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like Ario
1: Speedwagon.
0: Okay, it's been nice. This was uh, Tom Papa, and uh, what was the second arrest? <laughs> what was REO's what was big song?
1: Heard uh, it from a friend who? <laughs> who, heard
0: it from a friend who, heard it from another, you've been messing around. It was so accusatory. It was. It really it was. It was a lot
1: more aggressive than it sounded at yeah. the time.
0: And what was that other one? The um, other one,
1: I was on my way oh, to... Oh, we go. Do I had my audition for the comic strip in New York City. Oh yeah. As Famous a young comedy comic. club. Yeah. Yeah. And you got your you got a date and then you got to go up on stage when the date rolled around. Yeah. I lived in New Jersey. Oh boy. And I was working at a small advertising agency. Really? And I would got in my car and I was driving into the city to do my little thing and on the George it's so stupid. On the George Washington Bridge, there's massive traffic. Yeah. Everybody merge like you go through the toll and everybody's gonna merge onto the bridge, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. You have to go from uh, you know, a thousand lanes
0: down to two, two going over the bridge. Bottlenecking is what it's called.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And as we're doing it, this truck and I aren't giving up. And he kind of like went right into me and now we're like wedged together. Wait, an eighteen wheeler? No, like a mid sized truck. And you were driving? A Ford Escort. Yeah, you got to give. I got to give. Gotta, you but give. I had no option. I wasn't trying to really front. I was being pushed from the other side. So we locked bumpers, and the Port Authority police that are right there at the bridge put on their little lights and came over, and my registration was expired. Oh, come so on. So they arrested me and brought me, put, pulled my car right over to the, I didn't even get on the bridge. Yeah. And I had my little briefcase with me with my jokes in it. Oh, no. And they handcuffed me to a chair. What? I'm like handcuffed just for this little traffic violation. I'm handcuffed to the chair and I'm like begging, let me go. I've got to go do this audition. Yeah. So they start with the. And I'm like really like chatting it up, really, yeah. really trying Should've to done do your my back. And I started They're like, you know, you got some jokes, and they started no. going back and forth with that. And uh, they let me out, but by the time I missed my audition, you, you missed it. I missed oh, but it. But at least
0: you got a chair. <laughs> exactly. Wow, <laughs> was dude. That, that, that was the only other time. Wow, i You know, I didn't expect there to be any like crime in your blood, but yeah. Well, you know, got me. Yeah. Don't let the glasses fool you. Yeah. Huh. Um, so skipping from kids. Yes, sir. Dogs. What do you think? Do you have dogs? I do have dogs. Oh, God. What do you got? Much more work than children.
1: Really? Not as worth it as children.
0: Come on. Yeah. What, what kind of dogs? We have a pug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we have a black lab with I, a little Rottweiler oh yeah I, I had a buddy who used to say that pugs looked like um god backed his volkswagen into their face <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're hilarious yeah but he's got a peeing problem where
0: he, he just oh he you can't pronounce peas he can't poor guy have you got him to a yeah. linguist yeah but it's not taking oh The brain's too small oh
1: it's just so much work.
0: Do You yeah. have dogs. I used to have them. They yeah. they, they, they moved on. The dogs. They yeah. they lived out their life cycle and and uh, but I like them. They're good. I, but but they're, they're a great. lot of they're a lot of work.
1: A ton of work. Yeah. And I I got in trouble on Bill Burr's podcast talking about this. But I'll Uh-oh. say I'll say it again. Say it again. These dog people get very rabid. Screw them. Rabid. They. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure the love you get back is equal to the amount of work you put in. Hmm. Like the children, yeah. tenfold. I mean, yeah. forget it. I what, I, But the dogs. Yeah, the, I know what you're saying. And, and I don't, look, I know it's a shortcoming in myself because my father gave away all of our dogs when we were children. Oh, wow. So I have like this, you know, like buddies in war. You yeah. don't want to get too close because you don't know when the, they're going to Bite it. Yeah, no. I'm like that. With I, I definitely created a wall with oh, pets really?
0: Because I didn't want because my little heart got broken when they oh, took our God. pets away. Well, pets are very intuitive. They maybe that's what they sense, and maybe that's why you're not getting the reciprocal love back from the little vermin. I'm willing, and I think you're right,
1: and I'm willing to take on.
0: That failing. I believe you're right. But I've I, some days, there's days when you just go, dogs are like man's best friend, and mm-hmm. what a buddy, what a companion. Mm-hmm. And then there's other days when you have those days with your dog where you're just like, all that fucking thing wants from me is food. <laughs> that's all it wants it's it wants true. some food it doesn't give a crap about my feelings it doesn't give a crap it just wants me to bend down and slop some kennel ration or whatever it's called it's really true yeah so i get, i go i kind of know what you're saying i go yeah. back and forth a little i know the pug is the oh. pug is an awesome like
1: wa- hot water bottle like he's oh he's heavy yeah. and like warm you sit on the couch and just yeah. lays on you like we're oh. not going anywhere tonight are we and it's just lovable. But you're right. As soon as someone he hears someone opening a wrapper
0: in the kitchen, that's all. So I long, want. Tom. Yeah. Phew, yeah, into the other room. Well, I think where you have to, where I th- and I'm going to help you here as a tip. I okay. think where you have to kind of kind of see the limitations of a dog. Mm-hmm. You have to do your part to um, learn how to utilize the animal. Okay. So where you're lacking in maybe getting some love Mm -hmm. or an emotional, visceral reaction from your dog, you go, okay, why do I have this animal? And then you look at the pug and you go, oh, he's wrinkly, he's about this big. (laughs) And a part is you pick him up and use him as an accordion. Mm. So now he's adding some benefit that's not just emotional, but you're getting something out of it. I like that because,
1: obviously, I have a hard time with intimacy, mm-hmm. yeah. but I do like practicality.
0: Yeah, and if you put a broom handle in their butt because uh-huh. of that squished up face, you can use them as a toilet to clean the toilet pipes. You just... <laughs> yeah, they're really now, good.
1: With the uh, with the accordion, yeah. do you see it as more of like a, a New Orleans
0: Zydeco accordion or like a French Bistro accordion? It can be either because those pugs, people will put stupid hats on them. So mm-hmm. if you put a little beret on your little <laughs> pug... And then just squeeze. (laughs) That's the full French bistro experience. Yeah. But uh, if you shove a crawdad up his ass, then Mm -hmm. you can go completely Cajun. Cajun. And the sounds that come out of him when he has that cryfish up his ass, it's the yelping like (laughs) on notes you've never heard. (laughs) What's the biggest barf you've ever done? (laughs) That's my next question. The biggest barf. I said it. Oh, after a breakup. Oh God, I I, I don't even want to know. But I, I I thought I had to ask. Yeah, no, I get it. It's a weird one. Yeah, but it's worth talking about. The
1: biggest barf you've ever done. It was, it it was after a breakup, and I went to, uh, and I think someone else had died also, like in the (laughs) same, like in that same month. Okay. And uh, I was in New York, staying at my buddy's house. Yeah. And I went to a bar by myself. Oh God. And I was just drinking. What was the name of the bar? It's so like. The, the movie kind of thing you want to do but yeah. I never really do but I was doing it you
0: romanticize it this is what they do in the movies they just drink the sorrow away right yeah. and,
1: and I remember the bartender and it was
0: not like New oh, York in like oh. midtown do you remember the
1: name of the bar I don't it was okay. an, definitely an Irish name okay Okay. Uh, but I don't remember and it was it wasn't Lucky Charms was it, it you know what it was Lucky Charms probably because that's what the bar flipped like <laughs> Well, I never saw it. And I'll, t- I'll tell oh, you why. No. Oh no! This is the best. I'm glad I asked about your barf. This is great. And uh, <laughs> I remember the bartender, like looking at me with concern at a certain point, like oh. when I ordered another one to get up to go to the bathroom. He was like, "Really?" Sure. I was like, "Come on, man!" And I thought it was all joyful, and oh. but I was—he he saw something that I didn't see, <laughs> and uh, oh. I went back. I, I stumbled home. Back to the apartment, yeah. And I was—did uh, you just wobble down the sidewalk, just like, like in the movie? Sti- yes, yeah. just like holding on to the wall, getting there, and yeah. I didn't have to like stop, but I kept moving. But it was like a ping pong ball, yeah, like a like a pinball, just dinging off, just the dinging off, dinging off car alarms, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. running into other people, yeah. and I and there was this in the bathroom. I didn't want my buddy to. No, he was with his girlfriend, and it was his place that I was oh, staying at. You were visiting. I was visiting. He was. He took me in because of the breakup and the thing. And oh, compassion. Compassion, yeah. and I and his girlfriend was there, <laughs> and I don't know if they were in the apartment at the time, but I didn't want to throw up in the bathroom. Oh, you could feel it coming. I was coming. Okay, I was in trouble, and I didn't want to make a mess and be seem like a loser for the for, yeah. the, for, the, for in front of his girlfriend, yeah. and. Uh, There was a tiny New York window that, you know, like in New York, they they have windows that aren't that size anywhere else in the world. They're just, everything is smaller. Just so the real estate guy
0: can go, and you've got a window, the beautiful natural sunlight. It's like, yeah, who lives here? A fucking elf into an alley. Yeah.
1: And I stuck, I had to like put my head sideways just on your like out run. of the Sesame Street window, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, uh, Jack Nicholson in the show. Here's Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and just
1: exploded. Oh no, trying to catch my breath, just spewing all over the oh. brick, all oh. down, and it was like on the 40th floor or something
0: it's just oh, In New York they call that stuck going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all over the brick it oh, was brutal oh no. was there anyone down below I probably
1: probably oh. how many times have you walked through New York and just felt a drop of something it happens oh, a yeah. lot yeah yeah you never know what that something is oh God it was rough it was rough it went on for like a good half hour really <laughs> yeah because I then it didn't then the spinning and then back out through the hole. Out of, out of the, oh, so the porthole, you, you
0: puked out of it a few times. Yeah. Oh, Tom. It was
1: bad. Mm.
0: That was the last time I sat in a bar and tried to, yeah, drink away my sorrows. Isn't it funny how sometimes we we romanticize and emulate scenes from movies? Oh yeah. Like we we get it in our heads that that's real life or that's the way it the things way should, you should play out. It. Yeah. And then you try something like that and. I remember when I was in college I loved the Halloween movies. Remember? Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one at the time. Yeah. There's only the when I was in college it was the first Halloween movie and I was renting a room mm. in the basement of these people's houses and one of the sons was a welder. Uh-huh. And one day just, you know, for fun he showed me like his welding get-up <laughs> and he has, you know, his big mask. But before they put the big like mask on there's this little Kind of leathery face mask that you put on to kind of, I guess, to t- you know take the heat off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it looked like the Halloween guy's mask, and I remember I was like, "Can I borrow that?" And I, I had I had this like full body like mechanic suit that I just wore. <laughs> you know, in college you wear yeah. wacky stuff, yeah. so I had a dark blue mechanic suit that I realized was exactly kind of the same thing the Halloween guy had, uh. and. So I just like it was fall, you know, the <laughs> leaves were blowing. This was up in Canada. So it was like, perfect. And I was walking downtown to a movie and I just put this fucking thing on my face and I just walked through the streets. Like, and in, I had a, I was one of the first guys to have a Walkman back uh-huh. then. I was like one of the first guys. And I was just playing the theme and I was just, and people were just like getting out of my way. And I was just doing that stoic kind of walk. <laughs> Very creepy. Uh, how many people did you kill? Not sure what you mean, guy. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, There's right, other times. You
1: know, it's fun. I've been thinking recently, like on my way home from the comedy store, it's, you know, do my spot. It's 10 o'clock. I'm driving back home. Yeah. And I've been craving, I don't know, because it was cold out. And I don't know what it was. But yeah. I've been craving, again, like, just go into the bar, have one drink. It'd be nice to, like, the idea of, like, a bartender knowing you, yeah. you come in, hey Tom, hey, hey Tommy, hey, I'm a, hey, he already Carl. knows what you want. He knows yeah. what you want. Yeah. You have a thing. You just kind de- of to kind of de- de- decompress for a second yeah. and then go home. And I think about it almost every time I'm driving home. Huh. And it, how's that going to go? Yeah. I never pull in because how's that going to go? Yeah, you know, should a bartender know your name? Yeah, should you
0: be putting off returning to your family and your pug? If yeah I, just to and your wife's gonna know when you walk in the door and you have a flower painted on your face she's like <laughs> where have you been yeah
1: you know it, yeah but the romantic idea of it yeah. seems very appealing but in real
0: life not really my biggest barf okay <laughs> i was like in boarding school i had my roommate was jewish tony feldman was his name right <laughs> tony tony feldman and he invited me to his bar mitzvah. So I go to a bar mitzvah. I'd never been to a bar mitzvah before. So I go. I'm like, I think I'm about uh, 13, 13 yeah. around there. And so I go, and I didn't know. I don't know if all bar mitzvahs work this way, but at this one, I'd never seen anything like it. They said, everyone sit down for dinner. It was this huge gathering. And we're going we're gonna to serve 12 different types of courses. So I'm like, wait, what? So they brought like a chicken dish, they brought a fish dish, and I was just like, oh my god, I've never been privy to so much food and and different varieties of food, and so I was eating off every all twelve courses. I ate something. So for a 13 year old kid, I almost looked like I was pregnant. You know, I was like, just. And then at the end of it, they put up on 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 one of the tables, they put up these uh, these things in in kind of these fancy. Kind of martini glasses, but they're like a Jello <laughs> treat with white foam on the top. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, Jello dessert treats, right? Uh-huh. So I went and I got it and I ate three of them. But it turns out they were those kind of. They used to make these funny colored cocktail drinks, like green and oh, pink, no. with a layer of foam on them. But they're sort of solidified, mm. but they were like kind of a... Like a Jello shot? Like, a, it wasn't a shot, but it was a, like a parfait kind of, but it was alcohol-based. Al- oh. And I didn't know that did Johnny, Johnny uh, Pregnant over here <laughs> thinks he's just... I'm like, holy crap, I can... Really, no parents? I can eat as many Jello treats as I want. Oh, no. So I eat like three or four of those. And because I didn't know what booze was, I yeah. just said, oh, aren't these tart? They must be citrusy, you know? Who puts those out in front of children? Well, they just had them out. I guess they didn't think the children would take them, you yeah. know? So I eat these things. And it was in a synagogue. Uh, and so after about maybe 20 minutes or so, I just started feeling like really... And I went, and I, I had to get away from the people, and I went down towards the synagogue. Like, this was the banquet area. Now I'm venturing into Holy Land, okay? Yeah, right. Now Daddy McPraggers is altar. heading down, down where all the holy stuff goes on. Oh, no. And I find some stairs right in front of the synagogue, and oh. I'm just sitting there with my hands. I'm like... What like I couldn't understand? Right. How was does one get sick that quickly? Yeah. I, to, to, you know, half an hour ago I was eating twelve different <laughs> kinds of foods. King from of all, the world. Yeah, it was like the game <laughs> of risk, but with foods. And all of a sudden, it just like. It just came and came And I was sitting there like this So I was puking like right between Ah. my legs And I hate even talking But it just kept bigger and bigger And and I'm I'm telling you it was like the size of a pizza It was this round (laughs) I'm like how does a boy that big Even have that much puke and it was just and – then, and then slowly but surely, as dinner dissipated, people started walking oh no. by, and I'm too sick to even stand up. So now I'm just kind of like – I'm kind of <laughs> like the lion in front of his kill – and people like smelling it. Oh. And, and I'm just sitting there like, oh. I think there was like a Cujo-like drool coming down. It was brutal, dude. That is terrible. How Did, did someone help you at the end? No, I just, just ended up, my parents came and picked me up and I wobbled oh. to the car. And I was, I was like, I got a hangover. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, why do I still feel so horrible the oh, next day?
1: What a nightmare. It was a, the worst. Oh. Yeah. The worst I was ever thrown up on. Oh God! Was I was driving on the Garden State Parkway with my girlfriend, oh, and we're driving along, and uh, the guy in front of me sprays something, and it oh. hits my windshield, oh, and God. I'm like, and I'm, I'm trying to pass, but they're like speeding up, and I can't pass, and. It, they do it again now. Now I think they're messing with me. They're yeah. throwing shit at me. Yeah, they're like just you know, kids on the way back from the Jersey Shore just throwing shit at yeah. me. it's like all over my windshield. Oh, and I gun it and go around, and there's a poor guy just hanging out of the window, <laughs> just puking his guts out. Oh, god. and now I've realized we're covered oh. in his oh vomit. No, <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, and then you pull into the into the gas station to clean it off. How yeah. do you, where yeah, do you they're, begin? They're already covered just, in puke. Yeah, Just sell the car. The gas
0: station's where people go to puke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can't scrape <laughs> off puke in the puke.
1: Yeah, oh I mean, had to use the squeegee or just rubbing it around—it was oh, oh, I still God. picture that guy's face. Oh, terrible! God Christ! And let's talk Christmas. about something else.
0: Yeah, so let's talk. Let's segue to comedy because oh. Tom's Tom's one of the most brilliant comics around. But I wanted to ask you because you're just you're so immersed in it, you're so good at it. It's what you do. You, uh-huh. you like some guys, it's like they dabble in it or it's a part-time. Privilege. It, you're full-time. Like new you know netflix specials ever you've done it all in comedy but is if you could do it all again Mm -hmm. and even though you might say oh i do comedy all again but is is there a backup or is there something secondary that if you could start again now let's say this let's say you did the comedy thing you did it great so you achieved all the milestones so now if you got to start again you could say okay I did the comedy it was great now not I want to this. do this. Right. Is there, is there a second passion or is there something else in your life that you would if you had to or could start all again would you? What would you do? It really
1: would have to be like in this fantasy scenario like you're not allowed to do it. You did comedy yeah. and now you're, 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 you 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 can't.
0: Yeah, what would, would Because
1: would, it all comes by really there's no better gig, in the, like there's no better experience. Like it's so, it was so great. Yeah. So it's it would have to be in this role play that you're not allowed. Yeah, it's all done.
0: But has there ever been something you've thought about, like in real life time, where you go, "Oh, I love what I'm doing. I love my life. But man, if I could do it again, I I really like water skiing, or I love. Mountain climbing, or what? Is is there yeah. another thing that if you could live life again, you would you would pursue something completely different? Mm, no. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always adjacent to it. Like the only other thing I could think would be to be a writer to just
0: oh, okay.
1: Just, but that's. You know, I do that now also. so yeah. it's like but it's are not you're, that
0: far. Are you talking more like an Ernest Hemingway type of guy, like in a cabin somewhere writing yeah, a novel? Yeah, like always
1: writing. Yeah, I see. I like. I just finished my third book. What? Talk to me. Holy God! It's called "We're All in This Together," so make some room.
0: Whoa! And it's
1: my third book of essays.
0: What does that mean? Essay?
1: I it's know. It's like comedic essays, like uh, you know, they're like six, eight pages each. And, okay. You know, that kind of a thing and and I really do love it but I I I I'm, I'm I'm being you in this and saying you're not allowed to do that because
0: it's pretty close to comedy no, it's th-
1: pretty close without the getting up and, and talking No I it. think
0: I think it's totally different because you haven't dedicated your life to sitting down and and being that type of writer so that right. that qualifies Okay that's the that's the answer then I, I would was looking do it, for because
1: I do like the idea like even just looking over your shoulder at this beautiful utah arizona landscape yeah like living i do and i think about this now yeah of living someplace that i that is not natural to me right living in uh montana in a, in a small cabin or living in utah or with some like isolating living in yeah. a small place with a small town and you're just
0: writing yeah that that appeals to me you know, I've done that. I won't tell you where my uh-huh. other place is, but I, For I, I the, what you just said, I've, I've, that's, that's something I do in my life. You do it. Currently? I have, I have, yes, I have another place that's very isolated, uh uh-huh. somewhere, and I call it my Hemingway Shack. Uh huh. And I even have, I have a dedicated room that's my writing room where I do write novels and short stories uh-huh. and i even have a picture of hemingway up on the wall nice. as an inspiration so it's my little getaway really? when i have time i go there and i purposely go there and i sit down and write and and it's so I, uh, you're it, it's it's a beautiful fantasy i'm sort of living yeah how long have you been bit? doing that about 10 years wow yeah
1: how quickly did it become a comfortable or um uh useful place to write was it right off the bat or did took, you have to it took get used about, to it took me about
0: well the place that I got was kind of a little bit in shambles but that's what I wanted I wanted a place Project. that was kind of I could I could make into my own little writing shack mm-hmm. and it was sort of beat up and I could gut it and I could do some of the construction myself mm-hmm. the stuff I was capable of I, I yeah. can't do wiring and plumbing but I can you know rip stuff out and hammer stuff up so so that was fun and then I was able to customize it mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I made my office. I gave it sort of a real... I bought a really cool desk mm-hmm. and, a, and a writing chair. Yeah. And I put a picture of, uh, of, of Hemingway on the wall, and it's near the ocean, so I put... I put fish nets on nice. the on the ceiling, and I I went on eBay and I found some <laughs> some taxidermied fish. Like I have a giant tarpon on the wall with a with a lure I found hanging out of its mouth, and nice. a, it's very uh, it's very like apropos to yeah. being this kind of closeted writer, and I. I, you know what and does it work it works i love it and i would submit to you because it it sounds like something you desire you, you can do it in in your lifetime with your you know the money you make you, should, you i i wouldn't wait for a second lifetime to happen mm-hmm. you you could probably get away with doing it facilitating it somehow i've really been it's it's been an uh, a, been thinking about it a lot more often. Yeah, and by the way, if you ever want to go down and spend a week or two or oh, three yeah? at my place, you just tell me. I'll hand you the keys. Really? If you wanted to experience it, and I see. would. I will de- I, would, I would definitely take you up on that. Let me know. Here's the
1: curveball, and this is why oh, maybe boy. I, this is why maybe you're going I can, back to prison. I can, no, I can. Okay. Re- I can. I can maybe take back what I said to you earlier. Oh. Uh, this fantasy of going off to Montana and sitting in the cabin. I Whenever know. I vocalize that out loud from the other room, my wife will say, and where am I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know those fishnets I have in the ceiling? You can wrap her up in those. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, um, oh.
1: And I say I always say, you're you come, you're there. And she could be there. I don't need complete isolation. Yeah. I said, but... <laughs> there is definitely the biggest thing as you know and why you consciously or subconsciously built this place is the you do need complete uninterrupted time yeah. Yeah. that is the biggest thing for writing uninterrupted yeah. time and so she can come she likes to, she wants to, she always she always fantasizes getting into woodworking and stuff like yeah. that so if we could have that on the property she could go whittle <laughs> and I could go do that and we just know off limits, unless in case of emergency, uh, eight give me six hours. You know, what yeah. I mean? leave me in the shack for See, six hours. See, but here's
0: the thing with that. It 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 writing is a lonely pursuit. It's very lonely. And it 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 creativity doesn't have a timeline like that. And mm, yeah. The, I think the key to letting the writing come out is you know, I hate to say it. I'm not trying to jip your wife out of the experience, but but when you go off to write, mm-hmm. it's almost like an explorer. You're going to find a story. You're going to find a world that you don't even know what exists in that world. Yet. Yeah, and so you have to go on that journey, and you have to do it alone. And and sometimes it's like when you go to a movie. Mm-hmm. When you go to a movie alone, you absorb the movie in a different way. Yeah. When you're alone. When you go with someone, you're kind of like. Oh hi honey and uh-huh. I wonder what they're thinking and they'll mm-hmm. Hey, what'd you think of that? And you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah So 100%. it's almost like when you're focusing on developing a story, yeah. you almost got to go down that laneway alone and and fight it out with whatever that creative process is and then and then come back if there's someone waiting there, mm-hmm. whether they're whittling or waddling or whatever yeah. they're doing you hear the saw stop, and you're yeah, like, Yeah, oh, you're sort of come. subconsciously <laughs> your your brain's going, Well, if I don't attend to that or do they need me or do they you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's a distraction even though they're not trying to be a distraction. Yeah. But so. there's but you know,
1: I've done like I said, this is I just handed in my third book and yeah. I was able to write these in that environment without Good. right? So yeah, and it became a very it just became it's I think another really important part is it has to be a ritual. You have to kind of, like, stick to yeah. your thing. Yeah, So, like, if I was able to isolate from 7 till noon. Yeah. And because I do think, I don't know, there is something cool about putting in all those hours and then going out and having a cocktail with human beings. Yeah, that's And then true. returning to the workshop. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, let me but flip there, it. But,
1: but there's, but I do, I, I... I have a sneaking suspicion that something something will happen from the complete isolation. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be, I'll be better or worse, but definitely something would happen. Well,
0: maybe I'll relent a little too and say, you know, may, maybe on the other flip side of that, knowing that your wife or significant other is in the other room whittling and doing their thing – maybe there's a comfort in that maybe there's a contentment that mm-hmm. adds to the experience so mm-hmm. I, sh- I shouldn't just assume that it's a bad thing to have someone else yeah. there. May- maybe it's a good positive force i don't know but yeah. i guess for my process i like to kind of just go off on my own and if i know there's something else out there it kind of gets in the back of my head and i go ah, should i go and check in with them mm-hmm. or I, maybe that's but maybe that but if everybody me.
1: knows what the rules are then you're kind of okay yeah. I mean your buddy Hemingway, he would he would go to work and then, you know, at night he'd be with his friends around the table in Key West and Oh, getting hammered. Getting yeah. hammered. He'd go out
0: fishing for, for Marlin and yeah. just get drunk off his ass. Yeah. And I mean it didn't end well, but Yeah. Wrote some great stuff. You could always go the route of The Shining, like just take your wife and your kid and head out to an old haunted hotel. Yeah, he
1: would have been much better off by himself on when that When you hotel. see me writing in here, whatever
0: the fuck you see me doing, Wendy. Yeah,
1: he should have done that by himself. I'm not going to hurt you, Wendy. <laughs> if he had done the Harlan model, yeah. it would have been a bit much different experience. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's really exciting, though, that you're doing that. Yeah. I mean, the, the cool thing is... You know, you could Airbnb. Here's the problem, though. No, I find well, I mean, to try it out, just yeah. to see if an area is your area. Yeah, I man.
0: Okay, yeah. You know, what I, I was mean? gonna say it always seems a little weird being in someone else's space, the the energy. Mm-hmm. But then I then That's I think true. to myself, I've written on the airplane sometimes when I'm, I'm just like, hey, I got three hours. Yeah. Why don't I crank out a chapter? Yeah. 100%. So I guess I can't really. Stand by that, the whole Airbnb yeah. thing. I mean, there is, I do have that
1: fantasy also of when I'm on the road and I am in a nice hotel in a nice spot. Yeah. And you know, you're only there for 24 hours and you got to go to the next place. And yeah. I always think that would be a cool if I was here for a week just with just writing yeah. for a week. Yeah. You know, and you're isolated in there and then you stroll off to get, you know, Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen, yeah. Get get a nice Butterfinger Blizzard and come yeah. back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes on that note, I hate when we have to do like a Sunday show on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you want to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Sunday, just get home. Yeah. But sometimes when they insist you do a Sunday, I actually sort of find that extra day, mm-hmm. that Sunday where you wake up at the hotel Sunday, that's kind of one of those days where you kind yeah. of just have it to, to do that kind the of stuff. The pressure
1: of Saturday night is over. Yeah. You just have that kind of. I have that coming up where I'm going to be in Wisconsin and oh, wow. I've got to go from Wisconsin. I'll be done on Saturday. And then I've got to be in Chicago on Monday. Oh, wow. So to doesn't make sense to come back. Like I have a free day. Oh. I have a Sunday and then travel on Monday. I have a free day. You sound where like I can a Cure song that. right now. <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm and I, I have this, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm probably just going to sit. Yeah. read i don't know but i'm just so kind of excited because yeah. i never dead, ever dead space just yeah yeah because i'm flop. always
0: hustling back you just flop just yeah. flop you just flop <laughs> yeah That's do loud. you read a lot i you know what i used to read a lot yeah. i used to read uh oh a ton i love like uh you know Anne rand and george orwell and yeah i read a lot of stephen king and i i, I really like the spectrum but now I find I want to write more than I want to read mm-hmm. because I just I get so lost in creating my own worlds. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I still read, but it's not as uh, prolific as it used to be. Right, you know? yeah. But I do find when I get... Because
1: uh, your brain has to kind of get back into shape to read. Like it has yeah, to... Like yeah, it, it, yeah. It's right, you're a little scattered. I, 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 fi- I find, the, though... The more that I read the better my writing is
0: well that's yeah because you're you're you're, you're, you're subliminally taking in formatting and structure right, and all that right and Pacing. then the uh, the opposite and I keep going flipping the pancake on all these stories but there's another element to that where I don't read as much because I'm worried I'll be influenced by. Another author, like you know, yeah. every author, like some authors are like Ray Bradbury's, voice. like really descriptive, yeah. and Stephen King's really character driven, and so sometimes I'm worried I'll I'll absorb some of their thing, but you know, you just yeah, but it doesn't last that yeah. long, you know, yeah. especially at this age, like you know,
1: you your voice is your you're so you could have a little bump of that, yeah, but it's not going to last you're going to take over yeah
0: and sometimes it's inspiring too oh 100% you, 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 you read someone who writes really well like Ray Bradbury I just love his stuff yeah and I just get like jacked up reading him yeah no it's it's
1: inspiring and it does kind of click it on it, yeah it's just that way of thinking yeah
0: yeah when do you, when do you think your next book will be ready it's well, coming out cooked. June. It's coming out June sixth. Ooh, okay. What's it called? This is, is this the early plug, the first plug? We're all in
1: this together, so make some room. Ooh, yeah. It's a good title, right? I like that.
0: Yeah. We're all in this together, so make some room. Especially if you live in a van down by the river. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. <laughs> Whoa. your laugh i gotta comment on your laugh because i love your laugh it's like it's like friendly but there's also i've always said to you there's a little hint of serial killer in your laugh like there's something about your laugh that always gets me it's funny i i had a
1: uh i had a uh my daughter's friend from she's known forever came back from college yeah and said she was somewhere and she heard a laugh and she goes like That's Tom's laugh. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I guess it is kind of... Was she scared or was she happy?
0: Uh, I think she was happy. Okay. or maybe scared. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) See, there it is. Have you ever, like, in your life... This is a weird question, but have you in your life ever bumped up somehow and near someone of that ilk, like a, a bad criminal person or even a serial killer or a murderer. But what do you mean bumped up? Like in some, you know, you had a handyman at the house and you found out 3 weeks later that he was the, you oh. know, the 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 root seller strangler or something like any Yeah, like someone from your life that surprised you by being Yeah, cuz that nefarious. that actually happened to one of my buddies up in Canada. He uh-huh. they they hired like this this uh contractor to work in their they got a new house and and this guy was great and they actually formed a bond with him and they formed a friend and they started socializing with them and mm-hmm. they had two young sons and he had a beautiful wife and cut to like like five months after he stopped working at the house, they found out he was a serial killer. Whoa. Yeah. Oh wait. and I'm just like Wow. So Whoa. I don't know why. For some reason, your laugh made me Oh, think geez. Of that. That's yeah, what... I was sorry, trying to think sorry. where you yeah. came from. I yeah. didn't know it was so, from my laugh. It's, 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 it's ominous, <laughs> but it's also hearty. It's a, it's an interesting laugh. I love it. No. I, never... Maybe
1: I am the serial killer because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is yours. I just did the podcast with him.
0: He was here eating grape water. <laughs> the waddle strangler is here. <laughs> Wow, it's weird yeah. though. You, you, I wonder too. On that same note, if at any time in your life, mm. like whether you're riding on a subway or your waiter yeah. or something, you want because everyone has such a secret story. You wonder, mm-hmm. have I ever butted up against? Has there ever been someone mm-hmm. that maybe because I left that guy a tip or maybe because I didn't cut that guy off, he didn't come after me? Or he's, yeah, it's, it's like the the little. Little lines between what yeah. is and what could be is a little bit scary. It is scary. You're better off not thinking about it. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'll tell you what. We're getting near the end of the we show, are? but I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's great. What? Um, throughout the show, you never asked for the baby, and I got to keep the baby. Remember at the beginning, Papa don't preach. Oh, and uh, I'd like you to. <laughs> I'm sorry, who's the serial killer?
1: (laughs) That's the baby guy. I'm keeping the baby. I can't believe. I'm telling you, it's time for you to be a father, and
0: you already are. Mm -hmm. Meet my future uh, (laughs) right-wing soccer player. (laughs) Um, please don't fondle my child, sir. <laughs> it is a weird baby. Do you want to hug him? Like, how do you hug him? you? You're a dad. How do you hug a baby? Can you show me? Just uh, well, you don't stroke them like like a pug. This is a strange like, like baby. How would you hug the child to your breast? Suck, not suckle, but hold it to your to it's, your breast. This baby makes Coco look normal. A little Coco. <laughs> How would you tell the, the, yeah. the best thing about babies, yeah.
1: The best thing about babies is uh the way their heads smell. What
0: does it smell like? Like heaven. Let me smell a baby's head. Right? Oh my god, that smells like a pepperidge farm like chocolate double bundt cake. Yeah. <laughs> what does it smell like to you?
1: It smells like like new tires. <laughs>
0: oh my god it smells like <laughs> damien from the omen why do you have that well i just because i told you i'm keeping the baby right and i just had to make sure that you know <laughs> keep the, that laugh <laughs> stay away from my child with that i laugh. refuse to be okay. the
1: psychotic one in this conversation okay. no <laughs> That
0: laugh again? Just <laughs> the laugh
1: does not bur- compare to what child. is happening I'm, right now. I'm, I'm here, burp the child. <laughs> I don't even want to touch it now. No, I'm really... uh, get out of here. Go play soccer, you little brat. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be a dad. No. It'll ruin your whole writing shed and <laughs> all of your madness. No.
0: All right, last thing before we go, Tom. Yes. We do this thing with all the guests on the Harlan Highway. It's called Words with a, from a Wooden Shoe. Ooh! And what we do, you don't look. You reach into the shoe. There's words in here.
1: I thought about you when I did Colbert a couple of weeks ago. No way. What happened? Because I was going out. It's at the Ed Sullivan Theater. Yeah. I'm always like, what am I wearing? I have these boots I've been wearing that are 10 years old. Oh, they're just—they're—they've turned into Charlie Chaplin shoes at this point. Yeah, I've just the last—I wore them on his show like five years ago. Yeah, and uh, you, the thought of when you were on Letterman with peanut butter on your boots. Oh yeah,
0: I, I was almost. At that theater.
1: I all and it was at that theater, and I almost put some on as a tribute oh, no to you. way! Yeah. It did cross my mind cuz I always wow. love that little memory of
0: yeah, seeing you on there with the P. That was my first time doing letterman, but since we're going down trivia lane, mm-hmm. these clogs, there's another one that's yeah. a pair. I knew I was doing letterman this was years ago uh-huh. and I always used to like to mess with Dave. So I had a friend who was going to Holland, and I said, get me a pair of wooden clogs size 10 and a half. i I'm going to wear them on Letterman. So the next time I did Letterman, I got this beautiful purple velvet suit, uh-huh. and then I walked out, and I had these stupid shoes on my feet, and I just sat there, and I crossed my leg, and I was just like wiggling my clog. And Dave goes... Uh, Harland, it uh, looks like you've got wooden footwear on there, <laughs> and I just I said yeah, I didn't even really allude to them at all. I just I acted like they were normal shoes. But think of people walking <laughs> oh, around it's and awesome. you know what I mean. Yeah. I feel like we should go log rolling at so IKEA dumb. or something. <laughs> all right, so how okay. it works is you reach in here, yes. pull out a word, and see if it sparks a memory or a story. And this is our final bit. Take okay. reach in there. Okay, words from a wooden shoe with Tom Papa. And what is your word Tom? This is terrible. Uh-oh. Violence. Now who is the serial killer? Uh service violence. Yeah. I don't like this word at all. Wow. It's a terrible word. Has there been any violence in your life or have you you you, you know you mentioned you grabbed your daughter's arm but that's not really was there any did you see any violence or experience any no, I, yeah of course but, Ooh, what was it tom yeah, but I, but
1: I don't i don't it's know it's a tough one it is a tough one violence um this is kind of maybe i'm subconsciously sidestepping it but when i wa- watched uh that uh bills player when he had the heart attack oh yeah the football yeah i forget his name hamlin yeah uh and they were talking every all every all the conversations were about how violent the sport is Yeah, they knew what was going what had happened to him, and this is such a violent and I used to play football when I was uh, a kid like all through my okay. life up until I graduated high yeah. school and I was thinking it it is really like <laughs> at the end when I was a senior I had that pinch thing you know that that pinch nerve thing yeah. where anytime you would make contact your whole arm goes numb. Oh, God. You ever know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A stinger. They call it a stinger. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember at the end, like, trying to play, like, the second, like, the last three games where you have to make contact with people. Yeah, of course. But your whole body's going to go numb on one side if you do it. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, yeah, I guess it is pretty – pretty violent
0: it is i was thinking of that too because think about your daily life everybody watching yeah think about when you're walking through a door frame at a mall or something and you maybe accidentally get too close and you just like kind of do that thing where you brush <laughs> and you go oh yeah like yeah just you just ding your shoulder for a second or yeah. you're getting on the subway or you you even stub your toe yeah so now imagine S- running full force into other giant men that weigh 300 pounds running as fast as you can and just your whole body oh, colliding, flipping in the air, <laughs> jerking sideways, twisting your back. It's like a car crash every and, play. And they're doing it every, you know, every, every weekend, play. Every, every play. Yeah, I know. It really is. It's super violent. It's insanely and violent. Hockey's like that. A yeah. lot of sports are like that.
1: And these guys are getting so big. Yeah. And they're, these guys that were big in the past are now... Fast, yeah. Like they're able to run,
0: you know, like a four, four, forty, and they're
1: three eighty.
0: And then at that speed, they're hammering each other. And even, you know, I even said hockey. In hockey, it's primarily body slamming. It's, yeah. it's rare you'll see hockey players collide with their head. Yeah. So take all that stuff we just talked about—that violence. Yeah. And then these guys get it in the head too, and it's Jeez. like, yeah, wow, it's insane. It's a, it's fun a, to watch and bet on though. When you're in bed? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you said? No, it's a bet on. Oh, okay. It's fun to watch it. It's fun to watch it when you're in bed, too, because bed. they're getting hammered around and you're just laying there Where eating the, popcorn. The
1: popcorn around you and yeah. your, your pajamas. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's
0: let's, uh, let's uh, end it on that, Tom. And, well, this uh, was really fun, Harlan. It was it so was, nice to spend some oh time with God. you. Oh, my God. It was great. But before we go, I want you to tell the whole world, everyone watching, uh, where they can see. Tell them about the name of your new Netflix special, your stand-up dates, your, your social media. My
1: Netflix special is called What a Day.
0: Yeah. It is out on Netflix right
1: now. And uh, it just came out it's very funny it's amazing yeah and then um i'm on tour so tompapa.com they'll lead you to my podcast and my breaking bread podcast which you should come on yeah and
0: uh my tour and my books and all that good stuff say say the name because this is the first plug for the new book say the date and the name one more time guy
1: it's called uh we're all in this together so make some room You can pre-order it right now, Good. wherever you order your books. Get it out there. And then uh, I'll be going around doing signings and stuff starting June 6th. Oh, really? I didn't know you knew sign language. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. I'm deaf. Pardon? What? What'd you say? What?
0: Pardon? Thank you for being here. Huh? Oh, yeah. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Let's play the theme music. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Papa, hilarious comedian here on the Harland Highway. Go see his stand-up, pre-order his book, watch his podcast, check out his Netflix special. Tom, so great to have you here, buddy. You too. Congratulations on the baby. Well, this is Harland. This is Papa Williams. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. (laughs) there's that laugh now i gotta sleep at night but that's the last thing i hear it's gonna echo in your house
1: (laughs) the casual criminals is a new podcast it's true crime casually done we have a bit of a laugh at how generally incompetent criminals can be and how sometimes the people trying to catch them just are much better whether it's writing down crimes in a serial killer diary, trusting the police that they definitely can't trace that phone call, or just bragging about all your murders to your friends down the pub, The Casual Criminalist covers it all and mocks it all. Join me, your host, Simon Whistler, and listen to The Casual Criminalist on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.